We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm watching Live Golf this weekend. I see this ridiculous interview with, with Bubba Watson. Mm-hmm. And I saw it being tweeted about. And I watched it live. And it's buried. Mm. It's gone. Mm. Meaning, Th- this video is nowhere to be found on the internet. Mm-hmm. You're very hot about this. You guys, no, you got- I'm not that hot. I'm just, I- I'm perturbed because I don't like the fact that stuff can get buried. Mm-hmm. And the media controls too much of what we see. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't like it. Go on. No, I can't find the video. And, and I've, I tweeted about it. And literally, I've got one response. And is, I'm, just, I'm just confused. Is it entirely possible that nobody has the video because nobody watched the Live Golf no, Tour dude, this I saw, weekend? I saw it over the weekend. I saw it like after it happened. There were multiple tweets about the video. Mm-hmm. Like who, it, who was it tweeting It wasn't a big it. deal. Like he just, the, the, the reporter like asked him a question about, Hey, so what's your tagline? He goes, Oh, I don't know. What's the tagline? I, mm-hmm. Am I supposed to know this? And it was really awkward. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny, I thought. Mm-hmm. And then gone. Now, do we know that that was the real Bubba Watson saying it? No, it was. Okay, so now do we know that the real Bubba Watson hasn't been taken and is maybe there's an imposter Bubba Watson like out a clone? There. Yeah, like a clone. Or like, yeah, there's a big uh, question about whether the Melania Trump we saw for all four years was the same Melania. Same thing with Bubba here. Fair point? 
Fair. Yeah. So just just so you know, anybody out there is clear that was Dustin Fox saying that. Nick Wilson did not say anything about. Oh, uh, I don't care. Come after me. The the Saudi government. You know, it'd be great. Listen, I've watched way too much reality TV show. It'd be great if they just threw money at me to then be the guy that takes you down. Right? Yeah. That's Wouldn't fine. that be great? Like, and you couldn't begrudge me if, if like, the Saudis came I'm just came hoping and, they come after me and give me some money. Yeah, this is the opposite of how this is going to work. Oh, oh, no. Hush money. No, hush money. Dude, oh, I'm, I'm here for hush money. Man. I didn't even think about that. You're on a different level today. Dude, we got to start DVRing the Live Golf Tournament events. In so case you can get So you, then we have, like, money? the hard drive of it. How much is enough to shut you up? Me? Yeah. Not a lot. Oh, you got us. I'm, I'm, this is for the Saudis. I was saying, I was trying to get you oh, to set the bar I mean, listen, high. I will never talk about a bad word about live golf for a million bucks. I don't think that was high enough. Too high? No, because the Too ransom low? with ransom money, you always start really super high, right? You're like, give me back my son. Yep. You can't have your son back unless you give me $50 million. Well, would you take 25? Yes. Well, now we're having the conversation. Can you, how can we get this, the 25 to me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I take a million million bucks. No, but I take a million bucks. Yeah, of course you take a million. Hell, I'd take twenty bucks to shut the hell up about the live go- golf no, tour. No, your number's fifty million. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying. Like the point is, anything you get is a net positive. But I will say fifty million, so they maybe go. What about thirty five? And I'll be like, well, let me, let me, because you got to do. Let the me sales ponder trip. that for a minute. Yeah, you got to you got to think about it and call them back. And be like, uh, yeah, I thought about it for 24 hours. I'll take 35. And then if they start messing with the price, then you go ahead and hang up, and it's back to 50. I feel like... Does anybody out there have the video? Does anybody out hit, there... Hit me in the DMs. Mm, put them in the DMs. Slide into Dustin's DMs. the Saudis DMs. following our DMs, too? I mean, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I mean, if they can make a, a video, a prominent video of Bubba Watson, a race like this... It was on live TV. They can a live TV, and then it. But did you see now the video? Do you see the video on Twitter though? No, I did, and now it's gone. Mm. Mm. How much money should Dustin uh, ask for silence? Uh, for sorry, for hush money from the uh, the Saudi government? Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. Dude, for a mill. I don't say a peep. These, they that's like I could be silenced. That's like the seventy fifth best golfer they have is getting a million dollars right now. This is why I'm saying, like, you want to get yourself some, you don't want yourself uh, some Oosthuizen money, Oosthuizen money. Oosthuizen? No, no, you want yourself. Louis Oosthuizen? Who's the the dope? Dustin Johnson. You want Dustin Johnson money. I want Dustin Johnson money. I want his life. Mm -hmm. I want everything about Dustin Johnson. I don't know that I want his life, but there's like parts of his life that'd be really nice to have. I mean, maybe avoid the cocaine addiction. Yeah, yeah. But again, silence. What, Allegedly, what should uh, Dusty silence? As a million he, bucks, as he tries to crack open this Bubba Watson video scandal. It's not a scandal. I just, I'm, I'm just perturbed by the fact that this thing happened. I watched it live, and now it's gone. Dustin, for God's sakes, I'm trying to drum up interest in this so we can get on the Saudis' radar, and then they can pay you more than one million dollars for your silence. If I don't show up to work tomorrow. We got a PT Barnum this bleep. You know where I'm at. Florida again? Cement shoes. Mm. And then I will ask for money for the hush money. We got a knock on the door. It's Big P. Yeah, but he got his own knock on the door. So come on.
later. So we got Channing Fry coming up in just about 15 minutes here. And as Dusty goes full Tom Petty, he won't back down in his pursuit of truth. You sick the dogs on me unintentionally you this week. You can't weekend, handle the truth. But I want it. You sick the dogs on me this weekend. How? Because you and I had a conversation on Friday where we were talking about the, the Cavs hype panic scale, mm-hmm. which we'll probably get to at some point in today's show, and we're having the conversation, and I'm like, I'm just, there are things that concern me about the Cavs, and sure, they were shown in the loss to Denver, but it's not because of the loss to Denver. There's a through line of things, JB's late game offense kind of being the number one thing that concerns me, but I'm not going to say it's because of the Nuggets loss. The Nuggets loss was just, so people took that for me saying, everything's fine, there's nothing to worry about, and the second you tweeted at me on Friday night when the, when the Cavs are getting blown out by the Hawks, I was so pissed. I don't remember what I said. Uh, you said something like, uh, I'm starting to panic or something like that. Let me look at my text log. And This is Friday? Yes. Hang on. Is it, is it, it was a tweet log. Not a text log. Did I say text? I'm, sometimes I use those uh, No, we didn't text. No, but you did You did tweet me. And then other people saw it. Is this it. a DM or a tweet? It's a tweet. Tweet at me. Because the good people of Twitter then sent several tweets to me saying, I thought the Cavs were fine. And I was like, well, guys, it's it's one game. The Nuggets loss was Oh, panic acceptable. meter, yeah. Yeah, panic yeah, meter. Yep. I was like, the, the Nuggets loss was acceptable. This that. is the Uggo. This is like, yes, it was awful. Yes, it absolutely was the kind of loss that they were suffering in January before they went on the seven-game win streak. But like, let's not overreact, right? They're still the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. At the point, I mean, they have fallen back a little bit off the rest of the Eastern Conference. I think they're six and a half games off Boston. Or, yeah, Boston now. But... There's still three games up off Brooklyn. So, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, m- several people, and I just had to disengage. I could not deal with negative Cavs Twitter on Friday heading into my weekend. And it's all your fault. It's my fault? Yeah. How's it my fault? Because you were the one that got them all stirred up and reminded everybody that I said I wasn't that panicked. I'm still more hyped than I am panicked. I'm so I'm so thankful the Cavs won last night because today's shows would have been a bloodbath of panic. It would have been their fourth straight loss. You would have lost to the second straight team that you shouldn't lose to. Like the, again, it's it's conceivable that you should lose to the Sixers and Nuggets. It's inconceivable that you would lose to the Hawks and or the Raptors. So when that win was easy last night, I knew okay, the fury is going to be somewhat subsided from this weekend. The Atlanta uh, loss was pretty concerning. But how but it's one loss. How is it no, concerning? But, it, but they were down like 30 points, dude. I mean, it was it was a rough game. Mm-hmm. But how is it but like I'm just I'm like, why is it concerning? I mean, because the Cavs are better than the Hawks. Mm-hmm. They played a again, I know it's a back to back. They're they're on the road in Atlanta, and thank God they bounced back last night. Mm-hmm. But it was concerning because they lost by 17 points to a team that they probably are better than. Okay. But why else? Like other than I I get I I I'm I'm not saying it was enjoyable. 
but I, I'm not, and I'm also not trying to be daft or stupid on this, but like beyond, ah, bleep that game. What's beyond that? Like the game before was an acceptable loss. The game before that was an acceptable loss. Like acceptable losses to me are, are games that come down to the final minute and hey, they make a shot. Mm-hmm. You miss a free throw, whatever. It's like you got a chance. The Hawks game, they didn't have a chance. Well, yeah, but I think doesn't every NBA team doesn't the Celtics have games like that? Don't, I mean, gr- really? I don't the best the, the Celtics. Do- I don't know. They've got forty something wins. I well, yeah, and they have a. They, I guarantee you, I could find an Uggo loss for sure. The Cavs early in the season. There's was a lot of Uggo losses for the Cavaliers too. No, no, by that, the way. that's fair. But there are more few and far between since that seven game win streak. Like the Cavs took care of business against the teams that they had had the Uggo losses against, like teams like the Hawks and like teams like the Raptors. Like they had. They had started to kind of clean that up. I think that was kind of like JB's point when he way prematurely was like, oh, we know how to win now. JB, that's why you don't say it. You don't say we know how to win now when you might lose three in a row, including the the final one being the uh, proverbial turd in the, in, the, in the salad. That's why you don't do it. You don't take a premature victory lap on how to win when you've got a young team in the NBA. But like, was that game... So let me ask you, was there anything about how or why they lost that game more concerning than how and why they lost the Nuggets game? Well, I mean, the Nuggets game to me was a game that kind of came down to the final three minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. It was back and forth. Remember, the Cavaliers were down early. They fought back. Mobley had a really good game. Um, They just couldn't really hit a shot in the final three minutes, Mm -hmm. which was disappointing, but that's a really good team and you're at home and whatever. It's the first game back off the all-star break. I give them a pass for that, but then you come back the next night and you just don't even show up. So I would rather the occasional every 10 games not show up. Then that's fine, but that's not out of the all-star break. That's not after the close loss to the, to the nuggets. Like it's, it's a game. If the Cavaliers had played better. And by the way, this, we talk about the Cavaliers all the time as being this great defensive team, Right, and I get that, but they gave up like 137 points. But I guess I would. I guess my point is, I'd rather have the occasional ugly loss than the through line that was from the Nuggets loss, and that you can probably put to other close losses this year, which is you're not good offensively late in games. Listen, I'm not going to be overly critical today. You hate the Cavs. Come on, I don't hate the Cavs. And I spend Watson more on the Cavs than you you spend, and I go to almost every game. I love the Cavaliers. They're my favorite team in this town. They are frustrating at times. Might have, might have touched a nerve there. You Sorry. might have. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're Cavs fans. I love you. Do one six Wednesday, seven, Wednesday on ESPN, the Cavaliers play the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest games of the year. Uh, measuring stick game. Measuring stick. Measuring stick. Eh? One of the biggest games of the year. Our next guest is going to help us wade through the Cavs hype and the Cavs panic. He's a man. He's got a ring. I don't know if you guys remember this guy. Uh, He's a champion. He's a champion. He bleeps excellence. He's a part of the Road Trip and Podcast. Uh, So much more. Cavaliers legend Channing Fry now joins us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Channing, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you guys for having me. That's a great introduction. I'm I'm usually just Channing, dad who drives his kid to school now, or Channing who gives hot takes on Twitter guy now. So 
Thank you for reminding me that I am a one-time champion. You are a legend in this town, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. L- let me ask you, do you still bleep excellence? Oh, for sure. You know what? I only do that when my kids aren't around. Uh, I don't want them to, to bleed it too much early, right? I want them to earn the, earn the excellence. Channing, um, we it's. I feel like the Cavs season has been a bit of a roller coaster ride. And Friday, there was the loss to the Hawks. People maybe lost their mind about that. The, the guy sitting across from me at the table here. So I'll ask you, from where you thought they would be in the preseason to where they are, are the Cavs ahead, behind, or right on schedule? Uh, I think they're about right off schedule, to be honest, right? It's like you're integrating a brand-new player uh, like Donovan Mitchell. And I think, you know, it, it, to be honest, they're exactly where they were last year, right? They, I mean, uh, they're right around that area. They're a new team, but I think this team is better built for the playoffs uh, than they ever were to me. And I still think this is a dangerous team. Um, I think you're going to ask between injuries – I think early on, this was, uh, I think before the new year, one of the most injury-prone team in the league. So finding that cadence, figuring out what's happening. And I think if you look at the youth here, right, you're asking guys to be special. Ricky Rubio's just coming back. So, like, to find that cadence between these guys in the expectation, it is going to be tough. But, you know, regular season is regular season to me. I think what we'll see, and, and I truly believe this, is the better – that Evan Mobley is, the better this team is. And, and it's not, you know, Darius Garland is going to be him. He's an all-star. You know, Jared Allen is, is your, what I say, like your benchmark. He's always going to be him. Evan is the most talented guy on that court. And that's, that's no disrespect to anybody else. It's just a fact. Like Evan Mobley can have two points and completely dominate a game. I think with his length, his, you know, his defense, but I want to see him embrace that kind of, you know, that next level. It's been on and off, I think, this year for him. But for me, you know, when Donovan goes out, you start to see him be aggressive. But how do you get that to happen the whole time and not just when uh, Donovan is out for the most part? Channing, I think what's interesting here is, you know, we've got this team that's got this really nice young nucleus. Um, obviously, when you were here with Braun and company, you guys went to the finals a million times and the expectations were to win championships. And I don't think the expectation were, were – expectations were that high for this team coming into the season like yeah hey maybe we could be a six seed seven seed get into the postseason whatever then they trade for Donovan Mitchell and all of a sudden now the fans are like well shoot man this team should be in the Eastern Conference Finals like all of a sudden because they got all these great players are we like getting ahead of ourselves a little bit too much because of the roster no demand the out of those guys don't do that don't don't sell yourself short right don't I think sometimes as fans, when you have this young talent and you don't put lofty goals on them, you're settling. You know, my dad always told me, don't settle for mediocrity, right? Like, don't settle for just being there. Like, say, you know what? You guys are better than that. Like, we want to see more. Like, the Cleveland fans are some of the best in the league. You deserve more, right? This is a championship-caliber city, right? It's not like we won a championship in the 40s or 50s. We won a championship six years ago. Or seven years ago now. Damn, I'm getting old. But, we all um, get old, bro. <laughs> right, right. I know it. I know it. But for me, it's like, no. You put that on them. You have legit, you have four all-stars on your team. Darius Garland is an all-star. Donovan Mitchell is an all-star. Jared Allen's an all-star. Evan Mobley is an all-star level player. And you're telling me, oh, well, maybe we're being a little bit too rough on them to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or to compete? 
Right? I just don't do that because I think they they need that, especially as young guys, to have expectations and pressure put on them to be special. Right? We we you, you, you know the better players thrive for that, and I think it puts pressure on your upper management to bring in not only talented players but the right kind of players that are going to keep this kind of winning movement going. You know, I think that's what's also fun about this is if you don't have any pressure to win, then you're going to get some boo-boo teams, and then you're like, well, what? we just wasted uh, a year. Cavs legend Channing Fry on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So I, d- I wanted to get your thoughts on Mobley. I, I love yeah. hearing you talk about him. I do you think, and I, this might be a ways down the road, I might be jumping the ever-loving hell out of the shark. Do you think Evan can be the best player on a championship team? Uh, well, okay, so let me ask your opinion. Was Kevin Garnett the best player on the Celtics? Well, I, I love me some Kevin Garnett, so I'd say yes. Okay, was, was do you think, for instance, okay, do you think, this is, this is I'm, I'm trying to think about this, was Draymond Green the best player on the on the on the Warriors? Why are you trying to get people to like kill me here? But no, I'm saying yes or no. Uh, no, probably Steph. Okay, it was probably Steph. Steph. Who was who was he? May not have been the best. Who was the most important person on that team? Oh, that's Dre. Okay, who was the most important person on the Celtics? Kevin Garnett. I think Evan Mobley on a championship team needs to put pressure on himself to be the most important. He doesn't always need the best because nobody's going nobody's gonna to care, right? Nobody cared that Chris Bosh didn't score um, when, they won the, when they won the NBA Finals against the Spurs, right? Nobody remembers that because of the defense. They just remember the, that the, the Heat finally won. So, like, for me, Evan Mobley has the ability to do everything at an elite level, and I know it's only his, you know, second year, and I know that, you know, these are high expectations for a 20, sorry, well, I think he's probably 21, 20 year old. But if you, why, why does he get a pass? You know, like, don't waste any year. Not that this is a wasted year, but don't just take a year and go, well, nobody's talking about me this year or blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like, take full advantage of it. Like, be special this year. I think he has that opportunity. I, I love the idea of Evan Mobley. Like, give me 50 of those kind of kids. So with that, we've seen uh, a different Evan here really since January, but over the last like few games heading into the weekend, he was averaging like 20-some points per game. When, when he plays like that, like how he was playing recently since maybe the beginning of the year, what, what yeah, is yeah. the biggest difference between that guy and the guy we saw maybe for the first two and a half months of the season? He, he stopped diverting. He stopped going, oh, well, Donovan may need it, and he starts going, I'm taking advantage of my mismatch because this is what's happening. I think, you know, at the beginning of your second year, you know, he was talked about second in the rookie of the year. Might have been a little upset he didn't win it, but I think he got hurt. That's why Scotty Barnes, blah, blah, blah. For me, I think he's saying now, I can can do what I need to do to help this team win. If I am not uber aggressive, if I don't establish myself, we don't have the best chance for us to win. Right? Everyone, Donovan can go get his. Darius can get his. Jared Allen is who Jared Allen is, right? Which is, you know, just put 14 and 12 up there. And for me, and for me thinking about what, as I watch him, he's going, you know what? I got to go get mine. <laughs> I, I just can't get spoofed at all the time. I got to be aggressive. I have to attack the rim. I have to 
get to my spots. I have to be ultra-aggressive attacking the boards, like creating opportunities not only for himself but other people. I think a lot of people just look at like, oh, rebounds. But next time, just watch the game and see how many times up and down Jared Allen or, or Evan Mobley touch the ball. Like either it's tips or, you know, like they almost get it. It's almost every single time those dudes are around the ball unless it's a long rebound. It is uncanny, and that helps your team get extra opportunities, and that's what he's going to constantly need to do is just be like, hey, man, i got to go get this on my own, and i got to take advantage of the work that I put in in the the gym. Channing Fry with us on the hotline. Channing, I know you're buddies with Kevin Love, and obviously he's now been uh, bought out, and he's now with the Miami Heat. Was that the right call or wrong call? You know what? I think it's the right call, and here's why. I think, you know, the Cavs are saying, hey, thank you for your time. But, you know, everyone has to make the hard decisions eventually, right? I mean, I think you look around the league, Adonis Haslam is the only guy to stay one place for that many years, right, and really be solidified in his thing. And I think, you know, talking to Kevin, Kevin feels like, and I know this for a fact, he got some, he got some gas in the tank still. So for him, the, he needs to do what's best for him. But I think it's also special that it, it ended the way it did, right? It was like, hey, you know, we're going to buy you out, give you an opportunity to go play somewhere. And I absolutely love uh, I love him in the, on the Miami Heat, right? I think they have movement. They have veterans. They play a style of basketball that doesn't, isn't just stand there, right, which a lot of younger teams play a lot of here, you go, stand. That team is, is dribble, handoffs, movement, back cuts, post-ups, right? They, they just have that constant flow within their offense that, that is tough to guard, and, uh, and, and that's why teams really don't want to start playing them in the playoffs. So you mentioned something that I was going to kind of ask in a different way, but yeah. you know the Cavs' late-game offense is a lot of what you just described, and it can be maddening to watch, yeah. especially if, if somebody other than one of the guards has the ball in their or doesn't get the ball when they're hot. So why do younger teams move around less and, and maybe not do all those things a team like a veteran team like the Heat do? Well, man, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that go with that, but let, let me say this, um, and this is just an example. Do you remember when Julius Randle was like fourth in MVP and he had the ball in his hands the whole time, even at the end of the game? And during the regular season, maybe a team or two would double-team him, right? And then what happens in the playoffs? What happens in the playoffs is, let's say they double-team Donovan Mitchell, right? Is he still going to be as engaged on the other end of the floor if they're constantly double-teaming, not just like one possession or not? And also, do you trust Evan or Dean Wade or Coro to make plays? I've watched enough of the Cavs. They don't, for the most part, most teams don't guard our, the, the Cavs three men consistently, right? Now, how do you get lobs if you don't have spacing? How do you attack the rim if there's always that one extra person? So for me, I think at times younger teams have to play a certain way because you only trust two or three people to really make the right play. Older teams, you look at like, okay, who don't you – tell me when who don't you trust to make a play on, on – uh, let's say, like, the Miami Heat are healthy. They got Victor Oladipo, all-star, one of the best two guards when he was healthy. You got Jimmy Butler. You got Tyler Hero. You got Bam. You got Kevin. You got 
like other players who aren't necessarily one-on-one guys, Max Struess, you got – what was the other shooter's name? I forgot his name. Um, but all those guys, except for Jimmy, really, aren't one-on-one guys. They are movement guys. So stylistically, they have to play off each other to be the best version of themselves. Where younger guys who are talented, it's hard for them to give the ball up and then get it back because defenses won't let them get it back. So, you know, it's, it's a catch-22, but it is going to be maddening. But you rather have it maddening now, you know, and make and take your lumps uh, now than do it in the playoffs. You rather say, "Hey, Evan, hey, everyone else, like Jared, you got to make plays when these people, when their guards get double teamed." That's just what's going to happen. That's what I would do. I would double team the crap out of, out of your guards all over the place. So you wouldn't let them play. So sorry about that, buddy. I, I'm oh, uh, the oh, king yeah. of interrupting people. Um, but. No, I'm all done. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So with what we're saying, is it fair to have criticism of JB? Because, you know, I I see the late game offense, and whether it's not calling plays, whether it's timeout usage, that stagnant roll the ball up the court, and we're just going to take turns between Donovan and Darius trying to, trying to, you know, create their own offense – I look at that, and I maybe kind of put that on JB. Is that a fair thing for me to do? Uh, yes and no. You, to me, wins and losses are, are a huge team thing. And so, okay, what do you – like, for instance, not to – I'm just putting them – I'm just – because I never had an opportunity to play with Darius or Donovan. I know this. Like, what play did we run in the finals? Uh, go give it to Kyrie and get the hell out the way. Go give it to Braun. Get the hell out the way. Now, you want to develop those opportunities for your best player to make a play for everyone else. So when it works, it's the player. But when it doesn't work, it's the coach. So, you know, again, it's a catch-22. It's a, did he take that early timeout that he could have saved because he saw somebody exhausted and there's no sub, right? Or did he take that timeout because he saw – you know, a, a, a swing in momentum where the, 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 you could feel it on the court, but not so much in the, in the booth, right, or as a casual fan. You know, for me, it has to be situational. But don't always say because when you guys win or the Cavs win and they're playing that one-on-one ball, that it's fine. Like when Donovan Mitchell had 71, nobody noticed that almost no one else touched the ball for that whole fourth quarter and or overtime. But that's okay. Even then you were playing the Chicago Bulls, who are not very good. So it took 71 points for the Cleveland Cavaliers to beat the Chicago Bulls, who are not very good this year. But then it's like when it doesn't work, it's like, oh, it's JB's fault. So let's, you know, let's watch the film and let's be pretty, pretty uh, aware of, like, what situations you're being critical of. Because, you know what, not everyone is perfect, and I don't think JB is perfect. But I think, shoot, you look what he's done with these guys. Your team has great chemistry. Players want to play in Cleveland. You have an opportunity to be special. Your young guys are developing. Your role players know their role. And their stars are being stars. And they're just young. Think about it. I don't know how – I think Jared Allen – or no, no, Danny Green's the oldest dude. What is he, 35? 36? 34? I think 35. Mid-30s. Let's go with that. Yeah, like that's a young team. And think what y'all didn't even make the playoffs last year. So you don't even know what your team got. Regular season stuff, I'm not worried now. You, you, they're like, to me, I liken Cleveland to the Denver Nuggets. Show me what's going to happen in the playoffs, then I'll get critical of you. 
Because right now it's like, I've got to see what I got. What is Dean Wade going to get you? What is Levert going to get you consistently? What is Okoro? Are you going to put him in uncomfortable situations so that on film in January, he can work on things so that in April, May, June, he has been working on something for six months. So you may take a loss in January so that he could be better in April when it really matters. Channing, we got we to gotta hurry up here. I got two oh, yeah, more yeah. things from you. Number one, Perfect. I got to know what your hottest take is right now since you are the NBA's hot take king. The hottest take? For NBA, I should say. Something fire. Uh, I'm going to get killed for this, but I think Denver loses in the second round. Ooh, okay. Why? Okay. Why? I just think, you know, uh, and, and here's why. And, and, you know, I love Denver. I love the idea of Denver. It's hard for me to think if you were to put Jokic and Luka in the same room with one piece of bread, who would fight to the death for that piece of bread? I would take Luka 99 out of 100 times. I just don't know if Jokic or he has not shown me that Jokic can really be the MVP in the playoffs like he is in the regular season. And it's, it's not that I don't believe that he can. I just have not seen it. And you're asking Michael Porter Jr., who's going to get attacked all throughout, the reg- all throughout the playoffs like he has before, basically on defense. And then Jamal Murray, if he's getting double teams, who else is making plays? If you make Jokic beat you by getting 50, does that help them win? I don't know. I don't think so. But during the regular season, he's impossible to guard. All right, Channing. Uh, we want to hear more about the, the Chosen Family Wines, where people can get it, and when Dustin and I get our free cases. Ah, well, listen, I will ship it to you free if you order a case. So how about that? So uh, hey, you know order, what? Buy like one, get it. one here? <laughs> uh, I would say buy a case and you get free shipping. Yeah. Ah! That's not the same. I'll buy a case, get a case. (laughs) You You know what? For me, it was like, what am I going to do after I'm done playing? And, you know, whether people know it or not, wine was a big part of, like, that 2016 team. And it was something that we talked over. We had many dinners. Um, So Chosen is made out of love, not only from that, but being able to share something uh, that I find special, me being in Oregon right now. Uh, People can find it. We do ship to Ohio a lot. Uh, Chosenfamilywines.com. Um, and this month, we 10% of all online sales are going towards uh, the Roots Fund, which is trying to uh, diversify the wine industry, um, give people who may not live around wine country or people who have, haven't grown up in that area, um, in that field, to have an opportunity to, to get, it, get a chance to be in it um, and make it better and make it special. Channing, you're one of our all-time favorites here. I'm not oh, just talking you, us. Yeah. We're talking about Clevelanders. Uh, we miss you on the court, buddy, but glad to see you killing it in life. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'll get out there this summer sometime. Maybe when Kevin has to uh, unpack his house, I'll, I'll get back out there. <laughs> good, Great man. stuff. Channing Fry there. I loved pretty much everything we heard from, from Channing Fry, and it's so cool to hear him not only passionate about the Cavs, but, like, what he said about Nikola Jokic. Like, eh, I don't know if he's going to be the MVP in the playoffs. I just think that's a really, really smart basketball take. And nobody, I don't want to say nobody, most people in NBA circles don't want to say it because a take like that will get turned on and turned around on you if he goes out and has an MVP type playoffs. I thought it was, I thought Channing was fan friggin' tastic today. No, he's good. He's always great. And it was great to have him on. And certainly he knows this team. 
um, inside and out, knows a lot of the players, or at least did know a lot of the players. And, and uh, I respect his opinion. And I think it's interesting that, you know, I asked him about, uh, you know, expectations and all these things. And he's like, no, I mean, the expectations should be there for this team. And I think it's, it is what I think, you know, you and I, I, I was teasing you earlier about you panicking on Friday and admitting that you were, uh, that your, your Cavs hype had diminished and you were panicking because of how they were losing to the Hawks. But I do think it has been the toughest thing of the regular season matters again. Mm -hmm. It didn't for four years with LeBron because we knew, well, they're one of the three most talented teams in the NBA by virtue of LeBron. You knew they had a chance to compete for a title. The NBA is a lot different than when LeBron came back. There aren't super teams rolling through the NBA. So, like, you look out west, there are four, five, or six teams that could legitimately uh, win an NBA title out of the west. In the east, I tend to think it's about three teams, but that's damn near a third. It, let's, let's include the Cavs. Let's say it's the the top six teams in the West, and it's the top four teams in the East. That's ten teams. That's one third of the NBA that could win an NBA title this year, mm-hmm. which meet which makes the regular season plus not having LeBron and having Donovan, who we're still getting used to, like how good he really is. I think it's added a level of intrigue, but also a level of anxiety as well. I think that's fair. You know, this team has gone from a team that was like this, you know, borderline playoff team to this up and coming roster without LeBron James to a team now that has what even Channing, Channing suggested there was maybe potentially four all stars. And yeah, granted, they weren't all all stars this year, but they all have the potential to be all stars, which means the expectations for this team should be extremely high. And right now they're sitting at what the four seed and I think that the expectations should be there. And, and the reason that we're freaking out after they lose by 17 to the Hawks uh, has good reason. We're going to get back to some of Channing's thoughts later in the show because uh, he had a lot of uh, a lot of really interesting things to say about the Cavaliers. But some interesting news coming out of Berea as the Browns... do this once a year. The Browns' 2023 season ticket pricing notes are out. Does anybody care? I think season ticket fans care. I mean, every year they, yeah, they up the up the price a couple of bucks. I agree with you, but like, but is the it reality that big a is, deal? and I'm not buying Brown season tickets because they stink. Yeah, but I think there are people who are and who oh, look I get, at this. No, I get it. But if you want to buy the tickets, you got to understand that every, we buy Cavs tickets every year, mm-hmm. and every year they go up. Uh, yeah, I mean, but the Cavs have been a good organization have for the last been? decade. Yeah, I mean, they had LeBron, and now they're winning again. Okay, well, after LeBron, well. Okay, but they had a couple years to rebuild. But right, can, but I can, mean, they're still upping their prices significantly. Okay, but who has who has earned the right? And I'm talking about in the eyes of fans. Who has earned the rights in the eyes of fans to up ticket prices? Well, I mean, listen, the, the Browns were in the playoffs and actually won a playoff game. The Cavaliers haven't won a playoff game since LeBron left. Yeah, I think that's selective framing. Is it? Yes. I think I think the, I mean, Browns, the Browns have had just, one just good got season in twenty a years. Forty million dollar quarterback, and the expectations are through the roof. And they've had one good year in twenty years, whereas the Cavs in the last decade have had at least half that time. And yeah, the Guardians, we're, but we're also comparing the NFL to the NBA, and the NFL's king. So the news is out. Sorry, uh, the Browns, Debbie Downer. Uh, no, it's okay. 
Browns fans may purchase season tickets from a variety of accessible price points, starting as low as $60 per game. Uh, that's only, I'm just reading the press release here, so don't shoot the messenger. Uh, only a $5 increase compared to 2022. I love how they put the only in there. Yeah, that's setting me up to be the uh, messenger. Uh, approximately 40% of the entire stadium will increase by only $5 by per only. game. While roughly 70% is being adjusted. That's adjusted. It's not risen. It's adjusted by 10 bucks or less per game. Nearly 50% of non-club and non-premier locations will be or will change by $5 per game, including... 86% of the upper bowl. Did they just throw numbers at me to confuse me because I'm stupid? Carry yes. the two. While nearly 80% of non-premium seats will change by $10 or less per game. The Brown season tickets are going up. Big deal, little deal, or no deal? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.